You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! the academy, change the anatomy, my rhymes are legal, it's verbal assault and battery, ain't nobody bad as me, something that you have to see, true to life catastrophe, stiffer than muscle atrophy, find it kinda sad to me, anyone talking bad to me, will never make it after me, silencing all the blasphemy, yeah. I'm the name you ain't forgetting, freedom like Martin, it gets to step in, clobber in the foot soldiers, feel the cool to roll out with the 86 Toyota, the alley with the bad motor, class rings and shiny things, it's a whole motive, motif, cheetah prince, spandex with Jesus peace, about to get your jewelry early release, dip into the night like a crooked priest, yeast rise to the occasion, fill the paperwork out on the we can't save them, Can't save us. Can't save us. 
Welcome to the Diablo's Den. I'm your co-host, Jay Reason, and I am here with the one and only Danny it's, Diablo. It says Dan Singer on my thing. <laughs> That's all right. They, they, we both have our government issue uh, names out there enough. Yo, yeah, E, so, so excited to see you, man. I, I What's cannot, up, son? I could not wait to, uh, to record and catch up with you, man. You've had a busy couple of weeks since we last recorded. Uh, I, I want to shout out uh, everybody who's been downloading our episodes uh, right before me and, uh, and you, e Yvonne. On. You Yvonne. Yeah. Well, and even dude, even Donnie and the Ruckus uh, podcast, man, for holding it down and keeping everything flowing Killing here. Um, Yo, we're so excited. It's it's cool to see everybody supporting us. Like I said, all this stuff is generated by uh, Danny Diablo merch.com and force five records.com and E train records.com. So those Thank you uh, sponsored the entire Diablo's Den project and all adjacent shows. E, how are you, man? You look good. Change the scene. Thank you. you. Usually yeah, in, the, I, in the studio today, yeah, you know, somewhere else. I'm in my living room, but the studio, we've been killing it downstairs, working on a whole bunch of stuff. You know, the, the day live guys, uh, I, I'm, I, you, the world don't know, but, uh, they live got me as an official I, DJ. Now I was going to say that's in my notes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have a bunch of stuff I want to talk to you about before we get in with our guests, man. So Waffle I guess first, House. yeah, let, let's, uh, yeah. Shout out Waffle House. Shout um, House. let's start out with the first thing that you just mentioned, dude, you're now DJing for they live. So shout out, tell, how shout did that come about? tell everybody the story for that. Cause it's pretty, well, <laughs> well they, <laughs> they, they, these guys, uh, they, they, these guys basically put out a record on four or five records. Uh, and I've, I've been living in the house six months. I've been out here six months, guys. And, Which uh, is wild, man. But good for you for, for, for staying out there. Yo, I, good I have, I haven't been home more than two and a half weeks. In this house, I, I, I just come home, <laughs> boom, tour, come back, tour. So it's 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 great, and uh, whatever you call it, I, I, it these, these dudes are, are fucking talented. King Relic is so fucking talented, prolific, and Jason Logic, they all together are amazing. So they had a they had a they had a show uh, with Devin the Dude. Okay, you know, and shout to Devin the Dude and his whole posse. Because they they those guys are it looked cool because it reminded me of like my uncles went on tour with their friends. That's how it looked like. <laughs> so, so it was it was cool meeting them. I walked in there like, oh, who's that guy asking about me? And they're like, Danny Diablo. And they're like, oh shit. They came up to me. I gave them some New York Hong Kong Street wear. They're all wearing it. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's like, great. So I was like, I was like, um, I killed it on stage. I never I never really DJed for someone. I DJ all the time, but I never DJ for someone. So I knew the songs I was doing. I can't, it looked it looked dope. So I said they're like, yo, you want to DJ for us? I said, of course. Well, I loved it. I want something else. I can tour, make some money and just chill and push them because they are a fucking talented rap group. So like and dudes like that out in Milwaukee, they don't get no chances. You know what I mean? So No, and that's I'm, and listen, dude, you've always been um, you know, not because we're close, dude. You've been always so generous with your time and putting people on, and yeah. uh, yeah. you know, dude, you're always been good about that shit. So, so no it, surprise it, that you're doing that for these no, guys. No, you know? it, but also, like, it's it, it's even better when people they reciprocate, like, in, in the love of like, just like I don't, I everyone knows I don't have money. You know what I mean? Everyone knows child support knows that. The government, <laughs> Yo, you're rich enough. You're rich in other ways, my I'm, brother. I, I, my thing is this, I. All I do is try to pay, I pay my bills and it, whatever, like, you know, how people have a, a credit debt and their, their fucking credit cards. Everything. I don't have a credit card. I don't have nothing. All I do is pay for food, pay my rent and pay my child support. And and, yep. and people like people can say whatever they want to say. I uh, All I know is this, that I can get help from everyone to pay all my bills, but 
I no, I'm that is yeah, you're not like that. Though. I'm not like your that. shit, dude. Even when my 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 dog was dying and I had the surgery and all that, I waited. I waited and it was like we had, we made all the money. We gave it all back. I remember, and and, and it cost me three thousand dollars for the bill. I didn't get. I didn't ask for people for that for that bill because that bill was my responsibility. You know what I mean? Yeah, like child support's my responsibility. And even though I fucked up not paying it for a while because I was fighting with my my ex, and I, I don't talk to my son at all, contact, and I'm not fighting anything. But that child support is my responsibility, and I will pay whatever I could do until 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 it's paid off. And hopefully, hopefully, he's, uh, hopefully that my son will be in my life soon. But uh, God bless him, and God bless my my baby mama, my ex wife, because. It's, it must be a hard job being a single mother and yeah. being you know, with a teenage kid. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not beeping everyone. No. And, I'm, and it, I'm, 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 listen, it took me 50 years to get ready and become not become not be a little kid anymore. So no, and, and, I'm and here. Shout, I'm doing this. You and know? shout out to you for doing it, man, because it is really real. And shout out to you for being real with your fans about what real oh. life is, man. A lot of people would be out there putting this perception up of, uh, you know, no. uh, you know, you we see how many rappers or you know, even this, you know, I, I, they I, well, put up, like I, stuff, you know, that, that that's they don't have or they rent these these houses or rent these places out and no, they don't no. even own shit, you know. I, um, I'm, I'm I'm happy to be backyard and I'm happy also if if I get in trouble uh, with the law with something wherever if I did that shit if I did something which I usually I did it <laughs> I'm telling you I did it and it's it, I, people laugh at me but I'm saying. I, I, if you do the crime, you do the time. You know, if, yep. if I need a good, if I need a dope lawyer, then I need a fucking dope lawyer. And I would like to help, but right now it's like I'm not about that life right now. I'm about, but I'm saying, I'm, I'm, don't get it twisted. If, if like a lot of these fans, like people, like push things, I don't care about fame and things. Like, yeah, if you, if you come and disrespect me, do something horrible, I'm gonna hit you in the head with cinder block. Oh and no, for that, sure. How, I mean, listen, how, dude. Everybody listen, knows when the book and, and, comes. Yeah. Like, you know what, like, I know you're working on it when the, when the fucking biography, autobiography shit comes out, dude, it's, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 you know what, I, I, you know, everyone who ever stabbed me and everything, like, I deserve everything I got. That's it. That's it. I would stab me too, right? Would you? <laughs> no, I would never, man. I love you. You know that. I love you. Yo, yo, um, yo, I love you, Jay. You know I do, man. Ah! I do. I, I, I would stab somebody for talking negative about you. you know that. <laughs> No, um, no, no stabbing. No, stabbing. no, no stabbing it. No stabbing in Diablo's den. Um, yo, I want, let's talk about something positive though. You did have right. you, uh before we dive into like all your music because I have notes on that. Yeah, yeah. I do want to. I want to quickly shout out to Concrete Dream on E Town Records and the E Town Records e team. E, 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 e Train, e, 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 sorry, and Suburban Noise Records <laughs> and Suburban, and suburban noise. noise. Uh, and shout out to Donnie and the our, the whole team. All you guys yep. killing it, dude. Um, yo, fucking, they put out their record the other day and that shit was charting on the fucking iTunes EP. charts. Uh, first, this is their first EP on uh, the Bourbon Noise, noise right? and this is the one that Billy Bio did for with you guys, right? And he, did, he he did one song and one song with, okay. with me, but it uh, it was all a dream. It's named the EP. Cop it right now. It's on Spotify. It's on streaming all everywhere. Yeah, Every check similar. it out. The, the, um, the, the, the video's gonna drop soon. When this when this comes out, the, the video will be out, and I'm on the, the featured on the song Amnesia. And and shout out to uh, again to you guys, man, for for making that happen with them. And shout out to to Jeremiah for getting the band back together. And I know you guys, we've talked about it in, in some of the, the prior episodes. Poor, Je um, poor Jeremiah learned the hard way, but that's what. Yo, but listen, he came back harder. Came back better, harder. And he's ready. To go. Yo, better records. This dude's on. He's on a fucking chart and shit. You know, he's ready. You know, he's and ready. sometimes, you know, dude, sometimes you need that. Not everything can be so easy, dude. You you and I both he, know that. You learn. You learn. The, 
he he learned about music and tour life the hardest way in the world with Scarhead. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does it does not get any any tougher than that. Um, <laughs> At all, um, E. Before we dive in again to your music stuff, I wanted, I wanted, to, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to put something in your brain here that's going to make you go like, "Holy shit! I can't believe it's been that long." So, this November, you yeah. and I will have been doing this podcast for five years. Can you believe that? God, look at me. <laughs> look at, look but, at my, my, my face says yes. Yeah, I wanted to <laughs> shout out to, to you for for dude for doing this consistently with me for five years. I, I've had such a great five time. years. Yeah, so it's serious. In November, it's going to be five years. So I want to put that in your head. So we got to start planning something big for that. But dude, again, you know how much I love doing this with you. And I, I was looking at our stats and, and again, all the people who support us and, and, and listen and download and fucking man, I love do everything. You all. I, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like I said, I'm I say you are you are the backbone of this fucking thing that I know that I know you and Loki had a little conversation. Loki was like, I love that Jay Reason is like a lion tamer. He gets to tame you. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, and shout, shout out to Loki, man, for really giving me props. And dude, there was a it was funny at that at that they show. Killed him. They killed him. I don't. Yeah, they did. Man. <laughs> they spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Um, you know, I don't get to make it out to the city that often, but I did that day. And, and man, I felt the love. There were so many people who came up and gave us so much positive stuff to the feedback um, on the on the podcast. So, again, E, you know how much yeah. I love doing Thank this. You, you. Brother. Thank um, you, brother. I remember you asking me to do this and I was in a day one. I'll be here for day five, uh, you know, year 500. So, yeah, man, we're going to plan something cool for November. But I wanted to put that in Definitely. your head. So you start thinking about it. Uh, e, so. People who have been listening to the Diablos Digest, shout out to everybody. We, we've been putting out a bunch of episodes. They've heard, they have heard your new track with Piss Mob. It's uh, you Trango. and Piss Mob. Trango. Tell us about this. Yep. So the, 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 let's shout out to Piss Mob. They're from they're from Jersey City. Uh, the song we did, Drago, the video. Yeah. So we did, we filmed that. This is hardcore Philly last year. Yep. Shout so out, to out now. Yo, these guys are fucking amazing. A shout out to Big Rando. The, the killer guns, uh, Chris Grau, the Cuban, and fucking Mike, the fucking the the the, the, the guitar player, crazy Puerto Rican, Ecuadorian. So you know these dudes are amazing kids, talented. They just need to be polished up a little bit, and but they're ready to go. And if you like Suicide Boys and you like fucking Ghost Main and you like all these other like hard rap, these dudes are like that with the punk rock hardcore edge. Yeah, it's super cool. I've been using it as the uh, as the intro. Um, yo, that's not the only new music shit you got coming out. Do you want to you want to drop the Diablos Fest announcement? Well, oh, 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 you want to drop the oh, the the the, the, the fucking Diablo Fest? Yeah, two thousand twenty three. Let's do it. Let's do it. So Las those who've Vegas. been following, yeah, those who've been following uh, E online or myself have seen us both post about this. E, break it down. Where's it taking place? Give me all well, the I'm details. Gonna, I'm gonna Where am I right going? If you're going to the dive bar in Las Vegas, <laughs> yeah. Shot, what made what made you do it in Vegas this year? Awesome, we, interest, we, a good place. I hope that I they're gonna my, give you a, a spot to walk at the Punk Rock Museum. They better listen. We just talk about listen. Listen, I'm, I listen. No disrespect to anyone on the West Coast. All those guys. Uh, the dudes with no effects, uh, Pennywise, uh, all those guys. I love them. Uh, 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 bad religion. I love those dudes. I love the West Coast. I lived on the West Coast for a while, and uh, I got mad respect for all those bands. Uh, I know Nasty Front, the Secret Walls in there. So I, if they can get those guys in, I'm gonna sneak in there somehow. The yeah. back door. I don't want to. Yo, just put put a tag me, somewhere me, in the. Yeah, me and Hoya back there. <laughs> shout out to Hoya who was just out there, punk rock bowling, and shout out to Nasty Front and Sigmund All. Yeah, man. A shout out to all those guys. Um, tell us, drop us the uh the, the lineup. Right so the line, listen, guys. So basically, 
We we got the the the, the thing. We, we we have a this whack ass flyer right now. Just a temporary flyer. <laughs> Donnie did bouncing DRP, but I got right now Danny Diablo and guests, all the E Train guys. So I'm I'm going out on stage with Tony Slippers. With uh, I got Piss Mob out there. I got Big Left from the Coconut Big Left. Yeah, sick. Of course. I me and Josh. I remember working with him when uh, when Josh was working with him. Yeah. I got Count Time. That's from Sam. My brother Count Time performing. I got Tonewood from 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 Florida. I got uh They Live. I got Hundred Proof who was on the White Rabbit show. Who signed the fourth five? Sick. Yeah. The Shark from Morris Park. Yo, yeah. Remember the Shark? Yeah. My the the, shout to Shark, bro. I love you, brother. When I was a kid, Shark was. Put it down back in the case lay days. Uh, he lives in Vegas, so I say, "Yo, we gotta do it." He's like, "I don't know." I say, "Now he's like, I'm doing it." And and the DRP's favorite rapper is the Shark, so I that's did that. so sick. Yo, yeah, that's I, awesome. I can't wait, yo. <laughs> yeah, you got the Bronx up in there. Um, oh yeah, it's December first at the dive bar. It's a Friday, December first, so it's a, you know it starts at five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever. And we got a whole bunch of uh, Vegas. Uh, any last words from Vegas performing? And we got like four more acts from Vegas. You okay, know what I mean? sick. It's gonna it's, it's be cool. And we got special guests. Sick. Special guests. We got Madball headlining. Wow. Yo, you know how? What Yo, Madball in Vegas sounds like a good time. Yo, you know what it took for me to ask Madball <laughs> to play my festival? And I was like, these niggas are gonna hit me. They like talk to Tim Bora. I was like, you motherfuckers. Damn. So I said, I tried talking to Bahoya, but Hoya's not doing it like on the side. So I, I, I might have to fly out Hoya with my money to play bass with Scarhead. Wow. So wow. I'm a, I just might have to do that. Wow. Give me, give me a Hoya on board. I want to talk to Mike Dijon tomorrow. And we like wow. Scarhead, the original Scarhead and Madball together on one stage on the West Coast of Vegas. What could go wrong? Man, I wish I wish that I could be there for that. No, I just talked to all the FSU kids, all the SOSF kids, all the fucking Unity kids. I told all these bikers everything. I'm like, yo, everyone, calm down. Yo, you wear your shit. You be proud of what you are. Yeah. No one, no, no fighting. Everyone, hang out just for 24 hours. Let's have a good time. Let's just chill. Yeah. No, I love that. I'm I'm friends with everybody in Vegas. Is a neutral zone. You know where all that. Everyone, come out. Yo, come out and have a good time. I promise everyone that. Yo, this is gonna be a great show. We got we got the punk rockers, we got the gang members, we got the bikers, we got the fucking metalheads, we got the yeah, shit is degenerate yo, and Vegas is hookers, the degenerate yo. gamblers. But yo, we got, Vegas the, ga- is we got real, the gangsters, all my New York brothers, all my whole neighborhoods coming out for this. Yeah, this so shit's gonna be up in the shit. We have New York City in this. My thing is this: it's all about having a good time. Yep. That weekend, Friday night, boom. We got Saturday night after that. We all hang out in the bar at that. Sunday we go home. That's are you it. are you playing shows out? Or are you just gonna fly out, or what are you doing? How are you working this? I don't know yet. Probably drive out. Probably just drive out. Okay, drive out. That's awesome. The Force Five family and hang out there for a few yeah. Days. Get set up and get everything. Saturday, so they hang out. Yep. Then, then, then you know, everyone's like, "Oh my god, is that what are you gonna do?" I know you're you're, you're struggling with, with, with your crazy life. Listen, I'm Vegas. I'm doing a whole bunch of cocaine and fucking horse. <laughs> That's what hey, I'm gonna do. You know their line is that stay in like, Vegas, whatever line. No, I hear yo, you. <laughs> so yo, listen, I, I'm a, I, my life is great. If I'm, if some people are like, oh my god, he's got like, listen, I'm gonna do Vegas shit when I'm in Vegas. Yeah, gang, gang, gang beast, DMS, what yeah. life, baby. <laughs> nah, we're, we're just having a good time. Everyone, this it, it's all about having a good time. You know, shout um, out to everyone, everyone, come out there. You're more than welcome. We have a, 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 a 
vendors. If you want, if you're a band, you want, if, if you're in Vegas, hit up the DRP or force.com. Or if you want to sponsor the event, or if you want to sponsor the event, you want to sponsor the event. If you want to sponsor the DRP, because I hit the DRP, we're looking for sponsors for the event. I mean, get your your shit everywhere. You got your table, everything. Yeah, yeah. If you you have a company, you want a table and want to sell merch, whatever. We have Gutter Crisis come out there. We're going to have all the merch, son. Yeah, and you know, Gutter Crisis brings the crazy designs, dude. Uh, (laughs) He does. I like that Yoda shit. I still wear my shit. Um, Yo, E, talking about a good time. Tell me about Milwaukee Metal Fest. First I got to hear about this. You want to hear? All right, listen. The first thing I want to say, shout out to Jamie Jasta. Shout out to Jasta, the king. Uh, he dope. worked hard. Jasta was working and the hard. videos, everything looked amazing, dude. Uh, I, still, I still got videos that push, but they uh, Death, I saw. I saw Crowbar. Shout out to Crowbar. Yeah, let's start Let's start in order for the listeners. So you went out, you did the pre, you DJed the pre-party. Pre-party on How Thursday. Was I, was I, that? I, I The night before, I did Devin the Do party. Okay. Yeah, Devin the Do, they live. Came home. Whatever, woke up and and went to the pre party. The day before that, I had steaks or a steakhouse, and I went to a steakhouse. With, uh, I forget the name of the steakhouse, but I went there in Milwaukee, and me and fucking Zatra ate steaks. It was like five hundred dollars worth of steaks and fucking soda. It was amazing. I fucking I love went that. nuts. Shrimp. I love that. Then uh, then it was like yo, I worked. I worked. I had I had my own fucking uh. Merch table, gunner with a random table for us. We had a great day, a great times. We did a video. We we did they live in Danny Dalville during we before we went to the uh, because we would go there at five o'clock every day. So it yep. was crazy. So we did a video during the day with real shout to real wolf. Uh, yeah, I seen him. Yeah, he's been with you a bunch. Oh yeah, so I'm working with him, and we did a, we did we did I, I recorded two songs. It was crazy, but Joshua killed it. The, the pre party, he did like a. A super group where everyone and they killed it. Rob from shout out to Rob from Machine Head, bro. Yo, yeah, he's yo, a real had, one. I never yo, met him, but I've heard. Yeah, yo, me, him, me and him we came with. Hey, yo, what up, bro? I gave a scratch. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Machine Head. I'm telling the bands that really killed it. Yeah, shout out yeah, to Bio Hazard. Yeah, Bio killed it. Bio Hazard and Crowbar were amazing. Yo, Nostril Domus, was he so excited to see you? He was so excited. We were hanging out. Tough. It was Shout kind, out kind of best. weird that me and Kirk would hang out tough, not doing no drugs, not drinking. We just like look at each other. Cool, yo, you guys are both cool, yo, so no well, surprise. We were having you know? the best time. Well, his shout to his wife. Shout to everyone out there. Kirk, I love you, bro. Yo, me and Kirk, we, it was cool to hang out, Kirk. Uh, shout to Matt from fucking Grover. We uh, I saw Napalm Death. I didn't even get to say hello to Barney, but killed it. Uh, Who was your favorite set of the weekend? My three, my three. Listen, I'm gonna say my three. Right. Wow, hasn't I, killed it. it oh, I'm saying that that me. was their first. That's that was, yeah. was that their first, first US show. Yeah. yeah. How awesome Dan, was that? Awesome, Danny. The first night, uh, the, the first night you would think would be the biggest night. The first night wasn't the big night. You know, it was, the biggest night was the last night Sunday. And fucking, but I tell you who killed it, like Metallica style. Ooh. Machine Head. I got a whole new. Oh, I believe I saw the them. videos. Yeah, I you saw know, the videos online. Fucking uh, Randy from Lamb of God, who I didn't see. That's my nigga. Yeah. He killed, yo, those niggas destroyed it. But Brian, I saw Brian for some. Oh, yeah, Paul. dude. Oh, yeah. He I bumped was... to him and his wife. They look exactly like. They were literally like, <laughs> they, 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 they're walking around. I was like, I was like, I said, I said, you guys look exactly like you guys. Look he posted some, yeah, he posted some awesome videos too. Yeah, all those three bands. Shadows Fall look like they killed it. Yeah, Shadows Fall, Lamb of God. I'll tell you right now, they killed it back then, two thousand six, and they're, they're still killing it. Now. Well, no, I mean, listen, no surprise. Everybody on Shadows Fall is like the fucking best of the best when it comes to yeah, music. Whatever, you know what I mean? I mean, are, like, 
they just played little shows. They played Kingsland like a, a like a like a year ago. So I'm saying, I'm I'm so happy Josta killed it next year. Next year he says he's gonna put Starhead Madball on it. Awesome. I was like, imagine that. Oh, who killed it the most? Oh, Terra. Fucking shout, shout, shout out to Scott Terra. Vogel and oh, Chris Terra, Link. my boys and Yo, Nick. They killed and Martin. it. Martin, Martin, and Jordan. Oh, the, the first one, they look the best. First, they were all like, I, I Martin looked like genuine. I told him, he was all done <laughs> up and shit. <laughs> I said, Nigga, you look good, bro. <laughs> yo, and he loves yo. all that. He loves all that that metal, the real he metal loves, shit. He was so, yo, I was, I was so happy. They were on this crazy, like, bus that was a fucking, like, it looked like it was for zombie killing. It was crazy. This oh, that's bus. awesome. Like, yo, Scott Vogel, I love you. I love I Scott. He knows that. He knows how much they, we support him. They're going on tour with Hate Breed. I was going to say, so yeah, let's plug really quick for the breed. They oh. just announced their, their, their 20 year. Uh, Rise of Brutality tour, which is funny because I actually I did the artwork for that yes. for the cover. So shout out to me for doing the cover on shout that. Shout out to you, Jay Reason. Yeah, shout out. Um, yo, I, I I say it all the time. He he owes us to come on the on the uh, on the show, and I know you're gonna work on that, Josta. Josta oh. so goes. Yo, the first of all, I was on my best behavior. It, this, of course, you were. This was just the trial error thing. I was like, yo. Yeah, he, he was. Some, yeah, he was testing me. <laughs> yo, me and him could stop laughing because he was so busy. Getting, he was doing in stores and. Fucking meet and greet and, and me and him we're like wherever we were. I, I love you, Josh. I love you. You killed it. Can't wait to do it next year. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff I'm gonna be doing with him. And I, I can't wait. You know what I mean? Cool. So like, like um, that's it. That's awesome. All right, we have a guest on. I'm gonna get him all set up, and then we'll be right back. Yo, buy tickets right now for Diablo Fest. They are gonna be gone. It's only it's only three hundred. The link will capacity. be in the the link to get tickets will be in the Danny description. Forcefirecords.com. Hit up the DRP and Forcefire Records on Instagram. The DRP official DRP to fucking get on yo know, sponsors and all that. You know, Hell all. yeah, yeah, definitely. If you, guys, if you guys could sponsor, I know there's a ton of screen printing oh, companies oh. that are always looking to do shit. Like definitely hit up hit up uh, DRP. Yep. I want to say one thing. I lost my best friend. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Al Al Favors. Deep down, Albert, deep down from Scarhead, my brother. I just yeah, want to say, I love sad. you deep, deep. Uh, I said goodbye to him on, it was it's so fucked up. He died of, of, of brain cancer. And I'm so happy the last five years, me and Deep became friends again. And uh, for the first original singer for the Scarhead, with me, and, uh, me and Deep were the two singers on the first Scarhead EP, Drugs My Sex. He sang for African Response out of Jersey. Deep. You are loved by everyone. The craziest Russian Jew I know. And fucking, I had so many crazy fucking times with him I can't even talk about. But Damn. deep, I'll see you on the other side, brother. My brother. Yo, deep rest down, in, DMS. Rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace, deep. Um, Let me get our guest on, e, and then we'll be right back. Okay. I want to welcome our guest. Joining us today is the author. And he's going to talk about his new book called Failure Rules. The five rules of failure for entrepreneurs, creatives, and authentics. I want to welcome our friend, Andrew Thorpe King. My man, what's up? What's up? Thanks oh, for having man. me. Oh, man. Andy, Great thank you so much. In the den. In the den. Andy, I think I know you're doing the rounds for the book, dude. So thank you so much for joining us, man. I have uh, I had the pleasure of uh, checking it out. You sent me a copy. Thank you so much for that. We are going to have copies oh, yeah. um, at the shop. 
So anybody in the, in the area at Static Era Records, uh, Andy's got you hooked up to be able to come in and buy it. And after this interview, I'm sure that you will want to read it because I, I did. Uh, he was just on a bunch of stuff. We're going to dive in. Uh, Isaac, you're, you're there, right? Yeah. Am I? Hell you hear yeah. me? Yes, hear sir. Me? All right, cool. I can. We had some technical <laughs> What the hell was that so, about? What was that about? You know, it's the den. That's how we roll. We just go. Um, Andy, thank you so much for joining us, dude. Uh, let's dive into this interview, man. I, um, this, your book, Failure Rules, really creative uh, book. Uh, let's start off with the concept, man. How did this come together? Because it is pretty interesting and you've got a, a lot of cool um, quotes from people and a lot of just lessons. And it's a very interesting concept. How did this come together? Yeah, man. So like, uh, you know, I was uh, taking this beach walk. I had this playlist and I was listening to all kinds of shit, you know, and like Motorhead, Ace of Spades, Hard Times for the Cro-Mags, never even imagining at the time that John Joseph would end up writing the forward to the book, you know, eight years later when I finally finish it, it comes out. And uh, I was on the precipice of a marital divorce. I'd just gone through a business divorce. I, I was part of an online lending company. We had operations in Belize. We had operations in the state of Delaware. So I've, you know, I've been kind of like this crazy serial entrepreneur my whole life, right? And so I was like at the precipice of turning 40 and shit. And uh, I was just thinking about like everything I've done from bodybuilding competitions to writing spy novel to owning a gym to the record label, Stork Records, Sailor's Great Records. And like all the crazy shit that happened, you know, detours, failures, obstacles, you know, business partners going to prison, getting investigated by the feds, you know, had to go through a personal bankruptcy at one point, all this crazy shit, right? And thinking about like, why was I not like depressed? Why was I not in despair? Why did I still have this fucking lion heart? Why was I still like ready to keep going and do more, you know, somewhat risky stuff? Just, it was just like, I had this enthusiasm. It was, I was thinking the Winston Churchill quote, success is going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. And I was just thinking about the concept of like hard times and overcoming failure and like PMA and born to lose, live to win. I just wrote down some rough notes and then it just, you know, blossomed into this book over time that iterated over the course of like seven years. And now it's like 489 pages and it's out into the world, flung into the world, you know? Yeah. And, and the way that it's laid out is super cool. You made it really easy for people. Like it, it's, I love the way that it starts off with like, it's got a very big, bold kind of text. And then throughout the book, you kind of reference all these quotes that you really like. And yeah, then yeah. you put like kind of a lesson at the top of that, which again, for somebody like me, who's a thinker, uh, you know, who just kind of needs to see that direct point before I dive into all yeah. this stuff. I appreciate that. Um, how did you, was that something that you had in mind? like the layout of the book when you're gathering it together or did that come together uh did that come together more after the process it revealed itself over time like the first draft was just me just like spilling my guts just getting shit out my own point of view went back and revised it layered in a bunch of case studies you know from everybody from you know jamie josta to you know uh to elon musk to rodney dangerfield just all kinds of crazy case studies you know across the the spectrum of like you know, thought, thought leadership and entertainment and everything that influences me and actually helps me in my life. Right. Uh, and then I just thought, well, it'd be best to structure this to have a premise, uh, have a lesson that rolls up to each rule, uh, the five rules of failure and come up with an anchor quote uh, that kind of like reinforces each lesson. And, you know, that way it'd be an easier read and you can chunk it out, right? Like you could pick up the book, read any chapter standalone and get something out of it. You know? Yeah. That that's what I really liked about it too, man. Like, again, I, don't have as much time as I used to, to read, uh, in like a full setting. So I did enjoy, again, like I said, that it's kind of laid out really easy to read. You can pick it up you can kind of, and then you can go back and read stuff that you really liked. Like I found myself going back, um, thanks to some notes that you had sent over. I was like, 
Oh, that's such a good one. That's such a good one. That's such a good one. Um, and I, I really, like I said, man, I really enjoyed the whole, the whole process about it. Uh, let's talk about the five rules for those who have not really dove into the book. Tell, do you, tell us of those five rules um, and kind of how you came up with that concept. Yeah. So I wrote the chapters just rough. Right. And then I realized they all kind of like, they all grouped up to different overarching themes. And so I identified those themes kind of bundled those chapters under that theme. And each theme really seemed to be like a rule. And it's not like a rule, like prescriptive, like you must do this. It's more like, keep this concept in mind, right? This is like a mindset rule. Keep this in mind as you travel on difficult, difficult, unorthodox paths as a creative, as an entrepreneur, or just living authentically and being yourself and potentially clashing with those around you, right? Uh, so failure rule number one is failure purifies. It's the idea that the phoenix must burn to emerge, that when we go through hard times or failures or we, you know, we confront chaos, you know, like it can be good for us if we choose to, for it to be good. If we take away our emotions and we objectively stand outside of it, look at it like we can leverage chaos as an idea engine. I'm sure E's familiar with this. I mean, I don't know the circumstances of you moving to Milwaukee, but I imagine there was some sort of chaos that was you know, <laughs> the, the trigger to have you go to Milwaukee and really uproot your life. Like, so it probably applies somewhat to you, right? You go there, you reinvent, you got all these ideas about, you know, doing new things with, with E-Train records and everything else. Yeah. You've got like this portfolio pursuit, right? A bunch of shit you're doing. Yeah. Right. And you know, you know what the, the, the craziness is that um, once you like you go through something like whatever it is, like uh, like right now we're, we're recording the Crown Thorn stuff. Right. And uh, and I tell you right now, I wouldn't be able to record the Crown Thorn stuff when I was in New York and stuff. But if I didn't go through some right now, if I went through the fucking the, of the breakup and getting sober and all that shit. So all the fucking shit that just happened in my life, but losing my friend and all the crazy fucking shit right now is perfect. Right? So I've been writing, the, the, I needed the chaos, control chaos the, yeah. the, the right here to, to write, to, especially I've been writing Scarhead and rap. I've been writing rap lyrics like and Scarhead stuff for whatever. And that, that stuff is, you know, what it is, it's showboating and fucking make people laugh at the Crown Thorns is like real shit, so I understand yeah. that. Like, like you're writing a book, you're writing a book, and the whole world's gonna be reading that book. So, yeah. so they have to understand that you can't be a fucking dummy. I mean, you gotta, you gotta write something that people grab, people grasp people's attention. And That's the right. world we live right now, these young kids, they 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 don't even know what the fuck. You know what I mean, they like they like TikTok. You know, they they, they know. The songs are dumbed down. The the, the, the yeah. everything's just dumbed down. So. To our generation, you know, I'm talking about from 30 to fucking 50, you know, you got to capture that audience and, 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 and the younger, I guess, I don't know about the younger writers. Yeah. They write the way the young kids all like the music and stuff. But right now, like, I appreciate the way you write. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, mean, I, I tried to be, tried to, tried to have some depth. Like the idea was like, keep the reader in mind. Like, you, give do you remember to walk away with? You know, it's not about me. It's about no, yeah. get out of it, you know? it's a point. A point out, and also, Andrew, it's, 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 tell Jay how me and you. Well, <laughs> you, 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 you know, know, I was gonna ask. You know, that's one of my questions you, on my list. Like, listen, 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 yo, thought records all the time. Yo, I always you know. I always say, oh, who's that? The guy from Boston, whatever. And I really, you know, the world. We always, I meet people all the time, especially when I used to get fucked up. Meet people all the time. <laughs> I don't remember, but. There's a beef going on in Philly and turn around. Oh, yeah. and he's standing there. Yeah, he's like, I'm so so happy. And we had a whole conversation with those people fighting and shit. And we talked for like 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the way 
around forever, it. dude. I remember even back in the day, like the, the first Unitarian uh, church in Philly seeing shows back then, H2O and shit. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I never yeah. really knew you. It was just like I knew people who knew you eventually yeah. working in the music industry. Yeah. I grew up with Joey, like seeing him at shows when he's like 16, yeah. you know, and like yeah. and worked with Madball and worked with like, I don't know, all kinds of New York bands. Yeah, yeah. Break Down was the first band I signed. So like it was like I was in that world, but I never actually knew you. Always no, we never, we, we never really sat down. I knew a bunch of shit just went down. I knew all about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, like, and we started okay. talking. But I'm saying, I was like, oh shit! And he was gonna tell me all the stuff that he did. And I was like, then I was like, all right, let me fucking check this guy's shit out. And I was like, you know, the nigga was a bodybuilder. The dude was like, I was like, but I said, this guy had to go to school. This guy, this guy, like in my mind, in my, you know, because you're like, it's like you know, when you meet people at shows, right? Check this yeah. out. Back in the day, when you first go to shows, you meet these people and you see this guy for like seven, eight years of your life going to shows, matinees. Then you don't see him ever again. Then you're like, you find out the guy's a computer, the computer tech, or whatever. You're like, oh, that guy. Oh yeah, he's in Saudi Arabia working with the black arms. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, I don't even know that guy's name. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, it's so cool. To see yeah. that, to, and also now I can read about all his ventures and 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 and, and you know when you say entrepreneur and all this, I mean you, you are like like people just know the music business, but you you like you 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 like uh, conquered and had to get a, and bring stuff up with stuff, and that's people need to hear that. People, normal yeah. people need to hear that. All the, especially fucked up punk rock kids need to hear that. Yeah, and that, that's what I thought was so cool about this book, Andy, was that like the entry point could literally be like he just said, a punk rocker, but you could all, this would also appeal to like, you know, someone like uh, like like E, like our boy Aram, who we had on, who does yeah, like yeah. the coaching shit, you know, yeah, like yeah, in his yeah. group. Yeah. And that's and that and you know, I, Andy, I got to connect you with him because, dude, you should get on hit on uh, on on his, all those guys, on his all podcast those, those on, on Cadence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like one like one of the other cool things in the book, man, was like I love the definition of terms again. So like as somebody who maybe who isn't from our world can come in, they read this book. You've already laid it out. So like you know, yeah. if you reference PMA or this or that or whatever, it's like. You kind of got it for them, like like again, I, someone like me who loves to read like that. It, yeah. The book is laid out very perfect for that. Yeah, and, I try to make it as digestible as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and 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 you're still you're still fucking. I see that it's it, you know as we get older, the, the the music and the scene could be like a little too much. So, you know what I mean like sometimes you're like, why you know, why did I do this? Why? Why? you talking about it on uh, No Jumper, man. When you, you mean, like, why, 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 that was great. Yeah, it's yeah. like why? Like why? Why am I doing this? Does anyone care? Then all of a sudden you turn around and I like talking to you that Andrew talking to that day. I was like, and you were talking about yo, but you like following my career, and I was like, yo, I always wondered about you, and it's like. It's that's why I do it. You know what I mean? It's exactly. like appear, appears and it's like graffiti. Like I don't give a fuck about anyone else. But when the other graffiti writer comes up to go easy, like that shit was dope what you did over there. It made me feel like yeah. you no, know, like accomplished something in my life. And other people would be like, oh, that's this that's this fucking stupid uh, vandalism. But in my mind, like <laughs> like like a stupid punk rock music it sucks, everything. But no, it's something that comes yeah. from the hearts. And right. other punk rocker. No matter where you are in the world, you can be in fucking Bulgaria, Sophie, Bulgaria, and also you turn around and see someone with a fucking, well, Boston shirt or a fucking Michigan shirt. You're like, oh, I want to talk to this guy. That's it. I was in the gym one night. I see this guy in a snapcase shirt. I'm like, the fuck? 
<laughs> he was the VP of Relapse and used to be an attorney. And I ended up working at Relapse Records for a few years after making a friendship with him. You know? oh, that's like, crazy. You know, wearing a T-shirt going off to him in the gym, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, what I'm talking about, like, is like, you know, you're taking the hardcore ethos, right? And it's larger than the music. It's a, yeah. it's a spirit. You're like, punk rock is a spirit. It's not even yeah. music. Ice no, Cube yeah. said that. When Ice Cube got, was in the, inducted in the Music Hall of Fame, he came out and he's like, he didn't talk about punk rock, but he's like, look, I know we're not a rock and roll band, but we're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because rock and roll is a spirit. That's punk yeah. rock is a spirit, dude. It's an energy. And it can go into all areas of life. Like, I, I'm an executive fintech banker, right? Like, yeah. I work with, like, PayPal's and Chime of the world, help them move money in all these innovative ways. I go up to do these, like, you know, presentations in front of a bunch of executives. I'm listening to Madball and Scarhead and Warzone before <laughs> I go on just to get, like, animated, to get my inflection and, like, enthusiasm you know, like you know, verbal muscularity, and then I just go into it. Like, I I picture myself in a hardcore video when I'm giving a presentation. One second. <laughs> no, that's that. amazing that the whole world, the whole world's like it, it's 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 also when I when I bump into people who are into uh, our music, you know, I like, say our music across the board, punk rock, basically yeah. hardcore metal, whatever, anyway, but it comes from punk rock. I always uh, I always say that. They thrive the best in their in their in their, in their environment because yeah. they, the, the world's against them to begin with since day one yeah. since they were kids. You mean so it's like when I see when I see you like like you're doing your 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 label that you must be doing everything else the same way like I like the way I do everything like when I do like the hardcore when I do the rap anything I do everything guerrilla yeah. style with the videos you know I mean like it's all guerrilla style also it's when I when I see kids are younger than me. And I, t- I tell them, I tell them like the, the artists, I'm like, yo, listen, like, like I had every chance in the world to, to blow up and make it big. I did make it big, but I never had money. And it, don't do, yeah. don't be me. Don't be me. Don't, that I, I, I took all my friends with me and, it, and all my friends destroyed my shit. But, it, 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 but all those, all those stories and all those fucking things that happened were, I, 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 I made me, I mean, made me, but yeah. I would, but, but then again, that's why I'm living in Milwaukee, paying five hundred dollars rent by myself yeah. over by two or two other guys. You understand? Yeah. So like right now, I'm a part of that life. I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm gonna be fifty two this year, and yeah. I'm, I'm gonna open up I'm gonna open up my shop this year here, and this is like what what like I I I've done everything. I go on tour. I I go on tour, and I see it's still in the the, the CDS fucking bars and fucking places, the nightlife. I want to come home. And just walk on the grass with my feet. That's all I want to yeah. do. You know I mean, yeah. it's like I understand you've been through shit, all that shit, and sometimes I'm like, you put out all that music, and people don't understand what it is to own to run a label. No, and also, yeah. Jay does. Jay does. Listen, do. like, yeah. like, like, or do music, and like me. In New York, I was working construction all the time, doing yeah. music, and the motherfuckers don't care. You work construction all day, then you go play a fucking <laughs> show, and they, and, they, and they complain about everything. They want to drink your beer. Your friends are already inside drinking your beer. Like, like I don't know. What's going on? I don't even drink beer, but you drink my beer. Like, what are you doing? You know, like, yeah. And we put so much, all energy, all this, yeah. and I and we get some people get mad. We get mad at the West Coast guys because they they did the right way because they like like business wise they all work together. You know what I mean like mm-hmm. imagine? All right, listen, I'm trying to make you guys laugh right now. Imagine <laughs> on the East Coast, I was like, "Yo, Freddie, Roger, all these guys, everyone put ten thousand dollars in. We do our own New York hardcore fucking museum and thing. All we need is every band put ten G's in. 
Yeah. You know what would happen? First of all, <laughs> they would be like, where's that money going? They'll be like, my <laughs> name has to be bigger than his name. Yo, know, like, I'm not going to go. You know, like, yo, they'll be fighting over this. And then, yeah. it's, it's like, like, yo, that's why New York guys' mentalities are more like construction yeah. workers and working class. And, yeah. workers, and their, their mentalities on the West Coast, uh, they all come from lawyer background or they worked in the business. So they know. Yeah. They they all cool each other. They're, oh, they they know they they know. Oh, we need we need to use this lawyer. We use this guy. Meanwhile, we and us, like when we try to do something, well, we guys we, got we, Dave Stein. Everybody uses Dave Stein. Come on, <laughs> poor, poor Dave Stein. But say even they like 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 Dave Stein. Like it works with everyone. Is a great person. And I'm saying like over there, they they, they have people. Their parents are a big big corporation. Yeah. Big. Bigger, like, well, and that and that stuff you don't find out too till you really start digging. That's the thing. It'll be like because sometimes I, you know, again, running a label for me, like I'll see something and I'm like, why is that? Who? Why? Yeah, yeah, and then you look and it's like, oh, that's like, like yo, I never knew the drummer of that. You know, like Jay, uh, what's that actor Jason from? Uh, uh, he played in that band in the the band that sings California, and he was in uh, Scott Pilgrim, and he's in all the. But his mom is Talia Shire, which is oh, crazy. Yeah, it, 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 oh, uh, listen, on the West Coast, you, you, when I was in LA, every everybody out, who's every, listening is yelling everyone's... this actor's name at me right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's 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 this. It's like we dudes like us on the East Coast. We love the music and 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 then we try to do what we do, and people look at us. We so Andrew, we look at you. You look like I'll be like if I didn't know you, I'll be like this guy like own, like drives a tugboat. What the guy know about music? This guy's probably like, hey, a cigar and a tugboat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what talking, talking about? So it's like, it's like when me, when me at work, when I used to work construction all the time, people used to stop from all over, and people used to be like, oh, what's up? From other countries, and I'd be like, they're like, who the fuck are the only guys I work with? I told you I was big in Bulgaria. <laughs> oh my god. But, it, um, it, it, but I see what you're doing, and it it, it, it gets it gets hard, man. As you get older, it's like you want to deal with these people that don't appreciate shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes it, it's it's a it's a warning that you touch people's lives, and they say, "Yo, thank you for that, for putting that out. Thank you for this." But sometimes it takes that one person that's talking shit, like, "Why is this guy doing this? Why?" <laughs> why? Well, yo, I read something the other day that that I started using. That yo, I used it the other day, and it was so awesome. It said like. Whenever someone does shit like that to you, yeah. your response is just like, are you OK? Yeah, and, yeah, you know, I did that the other day to somebody and they kind of like they're like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, well, yo, are you OK? That just seems so like weird to say to somebody. They were like dissing something I was doing yeah. and it yo, made them stop. Like and I remember I just read that and I was like, yo, I'm fucking going to use that. So, yo, you got to use that next time somebody says something, you just got to be like, yo, are you OK, dude? Just like I, that, you know, like when well, the people I, I probably they're like, no, like, motherfucker, fuck you, I'm not okay. <laughs> you send me, you send me like, like, like four songs they hate for mine. It's like, why you say this? Yo, you know what? Stream it anyways. You get paid, motherfucker. Stream that shit all day. You oh know, we monetize across the board. You know that. <laughs> um, yo, Andy. So I wanted to talk about the label, or the, your labels, which is how I actually got to know you uh, back in the day. Um, let's talk about Thorpe Records first, which is. Was that your first record label? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So like yeah, 2000, I think yeah, yeah. So you hey. came up for those who don't know. You worked at Relapse for a while. You worked with Matt 
Shout out to Matt and Cord Magazine and Too Damn Hype. Um, oh my we, God, Matt! Yeah. Shout out to Matt. Yo, shout out to no, Matt. Yo, he hit me up the other day. What's it? Shout out to Matt. A Cord Magazine. Oh, dude, if if somebody talks, yeah, he's time. Cord Magazine, and then he distributed Thorpe in the beginning. He's the one who told me, like, yo, you want to start a label? Breakdown needs needs a label, and I went. So oh, I dude, if, if anybody still talks to Matt, please send him my best because, uh, <laughs> you know, he put Voice of Reason on a bunch of cool comps, and he just he he put out he looked out for That's us. Right. He's just a super fucking cool dude. So yeah, so I Andy, so you before the Youth Today reunion show uh, back in November, he's he's doing well. It's good. Oh, good. Uh, good. awesome man. So yeah, so Andy, so you. So you started at relapse, right? You were saying you did, you worked in the mail order and stuff like when you were doing that, did you have a drive to start a label or were you just kind of like going through the motions and you were like, I'm going to find my next thing. Or did you want to be putting out records, doing music? Dude, I'd already started the label, already released the breakdown record and was like unemployed, collecting unemployment, delivering pizzas, had a young baby. Oh, no and shit. Okay. How the hell I was going to get going. But like, and I had like this debt from the label, had some revenue, but it was like, yeah. shit, I need to like, all right, so take all right. So I'm sorry, my timeline is fucked up, yeah, man. Yeah. I I to bring me back then to the beginning, beginning of this, but starting yeah. the label. Yeah, it was actually like I was just married, got home, and got a pink slip and was laid off, right? Oh, it's awful. Uh, yeah, had like was unemployed, delivering pizzas, like I said, and I was like, you know, fuck it. I was in this empty space. I call it like a failure space. And to me, like so that's the opportunity to really like find a way to go after what's burning inside. And I was like, I always want to start a label. I had this vision and this passion. So I just said, fuck it. I maxed out my credit cards and signed breakdown and got hooked up with Matt and got it distributed. And it was like nothing but like problem after problem after problem. <laughs> and uh, so many fucking problems, you know, and had nothing to do with his uh, affinity for cocaine, which is problem. Oh, fuck. I'm into this tumultuous, mysterious ride here. And there's no getting off this fucking train. Once you're on, like, you got to keep going. You got to keep chasing the dragon. So I, I really kept going. Luckily, I met the dude from Relapse, started working there, got like this paid education in the music industry while I had an income and was working with like the Dillinger Escape Plan and Mastodon. Yeah. They're EPs for records, helping get that out to retail. I was having the whole set of Yeah, Relapse was definitely having a moment. Relapse was big era. at one point, bro. Well, well, during that era, man, specifically, like, I mean, they, not that they're not big now. They still put out some fucking banger records. Yeah. But yeah, they definitely like, they were having a moment for That's sure. They were changing too. They were getting rid of like, they're still doing the grindcore, the traditional death metal and all that yeah. shit, but they were getting into more like crossover and interesting stuff. And with the Mastodon, with the Dillinger Escape Plan, I forget whatever else they did, but like those two records in particular really took them into kind of a new world, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Shout out to Relapse. Shout out to Re to Ben Weinman, who we had. Go back. That's to my boy. Suicidal Man or something? What's that? Did he play in suicidal? He plays in suicidal. Yeah, I just saw him play suicidal. Killed it at fucking Milwaukee Belfast. Uh, yeah, Sounds he was like suicidal. And he was actually just on. Uh, he was just on Hoya's podcast too. So shout out Smoking Word and Hoya's. I, I just listened to that. Um, so Andy, so I, I want to. Um, so you signed Breakdown. Where does the label start going from there? So you're saying you're like, because on the surface, again, for me, dude, it looked like you were doing. Surface, huh? Oh yeah, man, it looked like you were fucking crushing it. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, so you had, like getting good stuff, but it really, dude, it took me like almost 36 records to get anything that really had any traction. It wasn't until I signed Madball and did the Madball EP. And then it was like a cascade. And all of a sudden, yeah. signing Sheer Terror, Slapshot, Ramallah, like Drowning Man. All right. And, uh, you know, a bunch of other stuff, dude. And all right. I so I, let me, let me ask the, let me ask this question. Cause it's been, I want 20, 15, 20 years. I got to know yeah. without naming names, Andy, is it true that the distributor gave you a ton of money and said like, I want you to get these bands so that these other labels I'm not going to say who the labels were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Is that true? Because that's that was always what I heard, and I was like, "Fuck, that's like a that's kind of like a pow- It was a crazy power move on to uh, see. It wasn't quite like that, dude. I mean, it, it could see it seemed that way because I had worked for Lumberjack at the time. Yeah, they customarily advance money to live. Right, they, and people for people, for people who don't know like, for people who don't know how that works, you have to fucking pay that back. It's, it's not like they just yeah, they, they don't just say like you know I mean? right like, along with interest. It was just right, cheaper than, you know, other loans I could get. Right, so. Yeah, no. They how much? Were, how much was interest? <laughs> it wasn't as much interest as I charged when I had to pay the loan company. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Because on the on the surface, yeah, man, but yeah, yeah, yeah. On the surface, it definitely seemed like, like, oh shit, Thorpe signed them. Holy shit, Thorpe signed them. Holy fuck, you know, like it was just like, like. But was, yeah. you know what? People talked about it, and it was cool to see, a, a, like a like a like a small label fucking yeah big, that moves. Uh, you mean well, that, that's, that's what I thought was so awesome about it. Again, that's why I was like dying to ask you that because on the surface, it was just like, fuck, how is, and again, dude, you know, 15, 20 years later, there's so much more that I know about the industry and how shit works. Yeah. So, so I was I always borrowed like, and borrowed and borrowed and just leveraged myself. That's why I got into trouble. And I was going too fast and like <laughs> 20 records a year. And I started sales grade. I signed U.S. bonds with Dwayne Peters. Oh, man. Fucking release Wait, that. That, was, that, that was everywhere, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I did that one. I did Roger Moretta Disasters. Yes. Uh, Mad Sin, Kings of Nothing. That's I 2006. Did, uh, Boys. Yeah, all that shit all at once. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, dude. And you had, I mean, and you had district, like at that time, Lumberjack had distribution everywhere. So, I mean, those records were fucking everywhere yeah the thorpe ones were through lumberjack but then sailor's grave i got a deal i got a big advance from Koch, so i can keep shit rolling oh so oh, nice. Koch. all right good good all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Koch always had a big distribution right yeah yeah well Koch became e1 you look at yeah. the hood with all this stuff though and all the fees and the returns and the, wow. delay and the payment like dude it is a, a difficult business you know well and, and it's practice. especially at that time too andy because that's like it's like the birth of digital, but people still don't yeah. really know what digital no, is. They, they, yeah, Store, they stores are not, stores aren't taking CDs. So it wasn't like, you know, dude, I'm sure we were in the same boat where you could sign a band and ship 2000, 3000 CDs. No fucking problem. You know, and, and there was enough little, yeah, there was enough little stores that would take, oh, that, that's there. Okay, cool. I'll grab that, grab that. And now it's like, you know, dude, you're like fucking, and we ship a thousand fucking anything, you know what I mean? Just with the, yeah. the amount of stores. Um you got to do a lot of fucking cool records, man. Like I said, like uh, both between Thorpe and, and sailors grave, um, like doing Thorpe, what was your, what's the release that sticks out to you the most that you're proud of? Cause I mean, again, dude, you worked with fucking everybody. Like one of my favorites is the blood for blood EP that you put out. I listen yeah. to that fucking all the time yeah. still. Um, I like, to me, that's some of my favorite songs from them. Again, the mad ball one was, I felt like as an outsider was the one that changed the yeah, label because again i mean dude a yeah. shout out to yvonne because you know he we we really like that breakdown record you did but again yeah. dude that that madball record was the one that really felt like oh now everybody knows what this yeah, label was, is you know and that came out like right at Northside kings was coming out right when when yeah. Andy punched out danzig right when the record yeah that brought a whole bunch of tents to the label website crashed from all the traffic to see the the video of him knocking out danzig and yep you know, it was blood for blood Northside kings madball all that shit coming out at once but yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you named it. They're the ones like the Man Ball, the Blood for Blood. It's always a huge Sheer Terror fan. So the re- release a live DVD of them at CBGBs. Yeah, the- that 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 made noise. Yeah, yeah, that was Reunion good. That was good. That was and good. just like working with Roger even on on Sailor's Grave for the solo record, working with Mickey Fitz on the business. Uh, I, I, I I just spoke to Roger right now and Craig. They were where they are. <laughs> and I was I tell him I love them. I said, Yo, they, they 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 like Roger Gallo. I love you guys. 
Like, yes, you know, like my brothers. I said, Roger, I love you because you taught me how to to make it and like how to be fucking evil in business and on the road. <laughs> I stay, I'll be like, fuck that. No, he's like, no, he do it like this. Fuck those motherfuckers. I'm like, damn. Vicious businessman. Yo, <laughs> he's yeah. dude. He he is disciplined. Yo, he he's amazing. He's amazing. amazing. He knows how to be lean and to keep the machine fucking rolling. Yeah, going, you know? going. He, he knows what to do. And and whenever I tour, when I toured with those two tours, I, I just loved it. I would just turn around, look at him, and he'll just turn and look at me, and he'll say something <laughs> fucked up. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I was just thinking that. <laughs> I write about Roger in the book, man, and quote from some of his book from my riot yeah. about his story growing up yeah. and uh, some of the hardships student related to some other stories in there. So he's definitely a key part of the book too, man, for sure. Good, good. I, I, I can't wait to read the whole book. I've been, I just got a whole bunch of books. Dante Ross has a book out that I just ordered. Big Cass has a book that I just, I just got yet like two days ago. So I want to read yours. Like I got all those done. I, I read Roger's was amazing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's just I I love I love. John Dose has got a new one. He's working on too on addiction. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, I know. I I, I want to just I want to just want to check check it check them out. And I love reading when I'm on the road. I don't know why, but mm -hmm. I like reading when I'm on the plane or I'm on a bus or yeah, on, the road, on the road on the road. Road when I'm home, wherever I do hear it. But when I'm on the road, I read. It's crazy. Uh, Andy, yeah. I've been I. I was encouraging uh, Danny at the, st at the start of this interview that like he has to do his autobiography. So you have to, you have to help me be his, the, uh, the other person on his, uh, oh, I'll help, dude. And, no. and help him Listen, push this. Cause, cause this, this dude's got a book in him, you know, and I I'm, think not, I'm not, do I'm not doing it. Listen, my, my thing is like this, that right now they get, I'm talking to, uh, you know, my boys, real wolf productions. Yeah. They to do do the, the, the documentary documentary. And he's working with Don Caprio to do a three part Don. documentary. Like it's crown thorn scarhead. Danny Diablo. Nice. And, 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 and my thing is this I told these guys we start next year, but my thing is to get my and people laughing, but to open up the shop and to get, get my son back in my life. And that'll be the whole thing. As a, oh, that would be sick. Like a goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, everything's going to be great, but it's, it's still uh, it's still life. You know what I mean? Anything can happen. And, you know, some people have good days and bad days. And I, I just like all eyes on me. And I just want. That's why I like doing stuff like this, talking to to you, Jay, and talking to you, Andy. Like it's like we like you talking about all the fucking the, being the, the, the bodybuilding, the to fucking the, the the banking, and I'm like motherfucker, yo, it's like crazy. But you're a smart guy, man, and you're well articulated, and you, know, you can talk. You mean like yeah. uh, a lot of people would be like the way you speak, because we're from where we're from. A lot of people take that, oh, they, they get a little intimidated sometimes. Right? Well, Normal and, people get intimidated. You know and, and Andy, you kind of talk a little bit about that, like in the book and sort of like in some of the podcasts I've heard you talk about, like um, kind of address some of that stuff, man. I think that that's a huge part of your story. What do you mean? What stuff specifically? Like just like how Isaac's saying, like the your appearance, but all oh, the yeah, things yeah, that yeah. you've been involved yeah, in. You know, people, like, it, 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 when it comes to business, I'm like when Roger, yeah, Roger could just bat those eyes and be like, yeah. <laughs> talk to me like if you whatever, you very soft spoken, but like do like Andy, like me, Andy, we're, we're like, hey, what's up? Hey, you know, animated. <laughs> <laughs> people look at me like I'm a fucking, especially when I used to party all crazy. But people like, oh, you're doing so much. That you're not partying and going crazy about saying, first of all, guys, I do when I party, I did, I never missed the show. I fucking I, I worked ten times hard. I was crazy. I would show, do three videos in one day. It's just like 
you think that because of like, whatever, but it's like I'm always like this. Right. Yeah. If, if I'm <laughs> fucked up, if I if I'm fucked up or coked up, I'm like I'm hiding in a fucking hotel under a bed. Like this. When you're creative and you're hustling and you got shit going, and you got simultaneity, you got shit going, blowing up all these different places, yeah. like you just come alive, dude. You get yeah. you adrenalized. And you, that that's why the punk rock, people. the punk rock music. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's, dude, that's how I work all day, man. I'm just listening to hardcore. That helps me do so many things all at once, but I get fucking animated. Sometimes I got to dial back because people do get a little scared or they're a little intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> like you were saying, like, you know, like I'll be on the Zoom call for work, man. I'll have like my button down on, but I'll go off camera. I'm puffing a cigar. And then, you know, as soon as it's done, it's costume change. I'm back in like a wife beater, you know. Like, but, you know <laughs> I love that. Um, Andy, are you still involved in music at all? Like, um, like you, you still put, I know Sailor's Graves is kind of still active, right? Yeah, so I put like a couple of years ago, I put out a batch of records on sales grades, like goddamn gallows. I don't know if you know who they are. Yeah, yeah. They're tremendous, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, they're like kind of like this dirty, like they mix like fucking, I don't know, like bluegrass with thrash, you know? It's like they're, cool. they're excellent. And they, they tour a lot with like Reverend Horton Heat and shit. Coffin Cats has always been like a mainstay. So still in touch with those guys a lot. They do really, really well. And then Flatfoot 56, the, you know, the, the Celtic punk band from Chicago. Oh, uh, right. them a lot. They actually played my my second wedding. You know, oh, sick. Cool. <laughs> I got married in a bowling alley in South Philly, and, and Flatfoot Fifty Six is playing there in kilts and shit. It's great. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so but I paused honestly because I I wanted to go into this book stuff. I put all my energy on my yeah. cash in the book stuff. So I'm trying to build some like a, a real like universe around. I call it the failure verse. I've been doing speaking at corporations. I just got the book. It's now required reading in the syllabus for the entrepreneur minor course at Newman University in the fall. That's amazing. That's awesome. So, like, you pe- like college kids are going to be reading hate read lyrics as part of their curriculum. Yeah, well, yeah which is... Cool. Imagine, imagine a kid you don't know about it, all of a sudden you open that book up and you're yeah, reading yeah. and you're like, what But listen, yeah, I, I've always said it on the show, dude. Hardcore kids rule the world, man. I can't tell you yeah. how many places I've been where I'm like, there's not going to be anybody who knows. And somebody be like, yo, The Distance, Voice Reason, Bridge Nine, yeah, Diablo's yeah, Den, or this. And I'm just like, you ne- yo, you yeah. like I said, especially when I worked you know, like at Sony and some of these other places I'd go, I'd work at somebody and they'd be like, Hey, you were in that band. And I was like, yeah. Or you did stillborn with Josh, you know, or these things. And you just do the hardcore kids fucking run. They, the world, they remember that. that. That means a lot. That means a lot to someone. Yeah. And it's, like, like I said, that's why you like, got to treat everybody. You always got to be cool, man. You always got to yeah. be cool. There's a lot of like vocal visible people in the scene, but then there's all these people that are quiet. They're just, they're just consuming it, but you don't know who they are, but they know who you are. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, it's, it's a strange dynamic, but like, Think about it. Like you're right. Like hardcore people rule the world. Like think of just like two examples of Jocko Winlink and then Elgin James. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like and both of them, like they, both of those guys figured out how to change their life. Yeah. And that that means like the life was whatever. Like you know, Jocko did his thing of uh, military and stuff like that. But I'm saying they changed their life and and used that that punk rock energy right. and put it yeah. into what they did and, and the podcast into the fucking writing yeah. fucking for the TV shows. That's not like, I mean, Jocko still talks about it. He was interviewed on this big podcast, Modern Wisdom, which is a great podcast. And yeah, like, yeah, what kind of music you listen to? He's just like, Gnostic Front, Chromags, Bad Brains, Black Flag. Like, that's 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 the shit he listens to, man. You know what I mean? You want to hear some crazy, the the craziest shit I ever saw on late night TV? I forgot who it was, but Vin Diesel was on it, right? So, yeah, and so, and this is after, like, uh, so he was hanging out, and Vin Diesel. The guy goes, hey, what do you listen to? And he goes, when you work out, he goes, like, like, uh, uh, 
he said, the, I, forget, I forget what he said. He said, like, the violence. And he, and he looked at me and goes, nah. He goes, when I fucking work out, I listen to Bad Brains and fucking Chromax. That's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, right there. I was like, yeah. and then when I met Ms. Diesel, my boy, my homeboy, uh, 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 Gibby, uh, uh, my boy from the, Mark from, from the Iceman, the guitar player, he, he was his assistant. No shit. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so me, Jamie Johnson, Vic Diesel, and Mark, for the, the homeboy, for that, the guitar player, Iceman, all hanging out together. And I was like, yo, bro. <laughs> I was like, yo, he grew up Dante Ross. It, it was so cool to see he's a hardcore kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot, a lot of people don't know that. He's a hardcore guy, right? Yeah. So. Just like Dr. Andrew Huberman, the guy who's got the podcast, very scientific, well-spoken, everything yeah, else, yeah, yeah. covers up his tattoos. But like he talks about it, he's listening to rants in an AF. Like that's what he listens to when he's working out. You know what I mean? Like another <laughs> hardcore guy that manifests and uses that energy into a totally different discipline, but still <laughs> retains the integrity and the spirit of the punk rock and the hardcore ethos. You know? Yeah, yeah I it love that. It. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's why when you see someone, you meet them, and when you meet them, like I, I mean, you have certain people I meet. And we sit down, talk, and it's it's, 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 it's hardcore. It's, it's it's like through the scene and through music. And I like you look at these guys, and, and when you grow up, like so, like Mike Muir or Wally for Exploited, and you look at them, and you're like, oh my god, th- th- these guys definitely ruined my life because I wanted to be like them. And they, <laughs> <laughs> then 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 you then yeah. sit, sitting with them at a festival, and you're like yeah. talking. And I always, me and Mike Muir just saw each other. We talked for a half, fucking 40 minutes. We hugged each other. Like, 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 we always see each other. We talk. That's, no matter what, where we are in the world. And yeah. and the funny thing, so I say, yo, and when I see Wally, when Wally just had a heart attack, whatever, I say, yo, Wally, you good? And he goes, yo, thank you, Daddy. And I was thinking about the first time me and Wally, Wally met each other. And we were, <laughs> we were all fucked up. And we grabbed the drug dealer, a punk rocker. And I, and I was like, yo, just. Yeah, we gave him like 60 euros and we took all his speed. Then we were talking, we were talking, and everyone was watching us. And I was like thinking to myself, no one in that festival could understand one word me and why you're saying to each other. <laughs> his, his, his accent, I was like, fucking and Scott Newman, and my accent, they're, they're, like, they're probably like, what the fuck are these guys? How do you mean? How do you mean? You don't need to take a candle to Mickey Fitzo, man. I remember oh, talking to Mickey Fitzo. Around oh, rest in peace. time, he called me to talk about doing like some special like Christmas single. Which yeah, yeah. Did, but I know Cromag set up the call. We we're talking about doing it. I know Cromag, rest in peace, also. Oh yeah, R.I.P. I know. But yo, Mickey was like still drinking then. Between yeah, oh, that God. and the accent, I didn't know what the fuck Mickey said. I'm like, I needed an app to understand what Mickey said. You know? <laughs> and even when he got sober, it was better. But I still couldn't understand it. My no, cousin no, no. became really good friends with Mickey, who runs runs a label with my cousin Big Dwayne. He he could understand Mickey. Mickey used to stay at his house when they came on tour and he flew over <laughs> for the funeral and shit. But I couldn't understand Mickey, man. No, we hear something funny. Hundred like, percent legend, you know. Ho- Hoyer, Hoyer. All right, put your Mickey Fitz. I love you, miss you. Yeah. RP uh on Chromat rest of peace. Mick uh, Hoyer said that when me and, and me and uh, Sky were talking uh me and Wally were talking. He said we needed the, the black ball that goes like this on the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Oh, um, Andy, I want to ask you. So, what's next? You had kind of mentioned that you're working on this uh, the failure verse. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's next? Is the next part of that a book, or are we working on some some video stuff? Like, so walk me through what's phase two looking like. Yeah. 
So I did like 20 like promo videos, like professionally edited and shit. They're all on my YouTube channel. Just use them kind of evergreen to promote the shit. But I'm just working on like live event stuff. So I'm going to the Premium Cigar uh, Association trade show in Vegas for seven days, selling my merch. Soul and Fire Supply Company is like a clothing company I started, which is like echoes the themes of the book. Soul and Fire is a chapter in the book. This is a mock Chromag shirt. World things can't be done. And it says nope. cigars may help. <laughs> <laughs> So shit like that and, you know, just cool designs and then selling the book. And then I'm going to be doing probably like a lot of events at cigar lounges because I'm really kind of heavy in the cigar culture. Is there in- Oh, dude, let me know if you need a hand setting there? up something in Connecticut. I, I have a, I'm a Diablo I'm a, Fest, maybe Diablo I was gonna Fest. Say, yeah, you should do a Diablo Fest out there too, yeah. Vegas, yeah. come out. Come like, out. Dude, this is Hardcore Fest. I'm going to have a booth there and shit, you know. I'm out to Diablo Fest. We'll get you a booth. Yeah, I'll do it. That's it, Vegas too, right? Yeah, yep. Vegas, bro. Yeah, we were just talking about that at the top of the show. Um, so Andy, before I let you go, walk through where can everybody get the book? Walk me through the YouTube channel. Um, give us all the, the stuff, man. Because again, I, I really want uh if anything, I want our readers to really take the time and go and look into at this book. Like I said, I got a chance to I first heard Andy talk about it on a couple other podcasts, and I had said to Andy before he joined, I felt like I almost manifested him sending me a copy. <laughs> Because I was just about to buy it on Amazon, straight up, swear to God. I just threw it in my own tail. Look at that. What am I doing? Yeah, it was, it's on Amazon, right? But uh, you, if you're yeah. a Kindle person, I think you can get it for free. So that's what I was going to do. Oh, get the, audio book. the audio book's kick ass, dude. This is guy, he, oh, Singh. Yeah, Jay is saying he's, he was an actor in uh, Twin Peaks on Showtime. He did the audio book. He also oh, sick. Gene Come Blues video for Social Distortion. He did oh, a great cool. job on the audio book. I saw just as much as those as as the physical copies, but uh, you can get yeah, any so- books are, are online, man, anywhere. And uh, website is andrewthorpeking.com. No uh, E on the end of Thorpe. And uh, YouTube channels at, at Andrew Thorpe King. Instagram, we're most active, same thing, at Andrew Thorpe King. And like, you go to the website, you can get a free failure rules mini course with like, you oh, know, cool. contact with the book. I have a, uh, a soundtrack playlist on Spotify and Apple Music, a companion to the book, you know, with everything from like Billy Bio and Black Flag. Oh. And- and, and again, I really want to stress, Andy, to our listeners, how easy and digestible this book is. Please, like, you know, like I said, man, do not, you know, I know a lot of our listeners probably just ain't into fucking reading and all that shit. But, dude, take a, take a chance, dive into the audiobook because there were so yeah. many things that Andy talked about that I was like, like I said, I was like, oh, fuck, my brain thinks like that. There were so many things um, that I was in that mindset that I didn't even know that I was in that mindset. And maybe that can help you in some of the decisions you're making. And, and again, right now, I feel like the time is, uh, it's very open for people to make changes in your career, in personal life. Um, you know, the whole world has shifted. So there's a lot more opportunities, a lot of advantages. And I think a book like this really came at a good time. So like, again, Andy, as a, uh, I appreciate you sending a copy to me. We're going to have copies at, at Static Era. So anyone who listens, definitely come in. Um, I'm going to, I'm actually, I'm going to tell you what Andy sent me a copy. I'm going to put that copy out so that we could flip through it at the shop so that like we don't damage the other oh. ones, like a reader copy. Um, that's how important I think it is. And I'm actually going to do it even better. I'm going to give away a copy from the, the pile that Andy's given me uh, on our Instagram through, through Ezek's in, uh, Instagram. So we're going to do a little contest there, which Ooh. will be sick. We'll cool. do we'll work out something cool to give out a copy. Cause again, I do think that it's such a good read. And especially for people in our genre uh, that listen to hardcore punk rock, do not be intimidated by this because there are so many things I think that Andy mentions in this, that you could take from again, whether you're working in construction mindset, you're a creative person. It's, it's, it's really open. Andy, and I really appreciate you writing something like that. Cause again, I think sometimes when you look at these kind of, I don't want to say self-help because it's definitely not that, but you know, those books kind of come off 
a fucking weird way where I've, I've read a couple of those and I'm like, what is this shit? Yours comes off like we know who he is. You I mean a lot of those people, you don't know who they are. And they're, like, yeah. they're, and they're very pompous when they say something. You know I mean? <laughs> right, right. No, no, yeah. say, like, like I know a whole bunch of dudes that I went on a work tour and the guy, oh, he's a he's a guru. I'm like, that guy just wants to get pussy. <laughs> I mean, that's what he wants to do. Yo, that's not a bad strategy, though. Look, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. You know? Um, but but no, yeah, the thing. I wrote the book. I'm just trying to be authentic. Like, yeah, I ain't saying yeah. I have all the answers, but I think I learned some shit. I think yeah. I think I learned some shit from others. I put it together, synthesize it, and look, it's all around the idea that, like, yo, I'm a failure to fuck up just like you, but yeah. you can do something with that. Here's some stories that, to tell you how to do that. You know, yeah, you get, you get up and face the day. Tomorrow's another day. Yeah. And just try make it more. That's what people say all the time. Like, oh my god, this and that. Uh, you can't you get you, you gotta get away from the environment you are. I'm gonna say no. The environment made me. The environment, the environment I the, made me who I am. A survive, a survive. Yeah. Well, that's what gave the lyric. Yeah, I mean, that's what's given that's us everything. the songs that we enjoy from you. You know, what, what, what my songs? Yeah, that, I'm saying where you come from, like the the environment, <laughs> what you've written and shit. You know what I'm saying is what what makes people yeah. into your music is what how you came up. You know, not every, I, I, not everyone I, I could write Any- that fucking Crown of Thorns EP. You know. Anyone that listens to our music is fucked up in the head. Oh, well, we know, know that. We that's know why. That. That's why if if, if, <laughs> if, 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 if Andy makes it, made it, and was booked made it hundred percent, or like uh, Vigo Mortensen is a great actor. Because all punk rock, it all comes from punk rock, bro. All punk that's rock. Why, yeah. When you see an actor, so oh, it's like, a special, special brand of insanity, dude. It's yeah. just it's totally Green. It's all punk rock, no matter what. Yeah. Dante Ross, best producer, of punk rock. You mean like mm-hmm. it's like me it's, up. Mike Ness, punk rock. It's like you look, but you look at people and like, oh my god, oh that guy used to play drums for that guy, and like, oh I didn't know that, but it's always from punk rock. Yep, hell yeah. So once again, Andy, thank you so much for joining us tonight, dude, and 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 sharing uh, your book and sharing your stories, especially with with someone like myself who who was a fan (laughs) of who's a fan of the label and had been just dying for some stuff. I'm, I'm going to have to text you to punish you some more about some questions. We didn't get but this was good, man. We, we <laughs> thank you so much, my brother. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, thank you both again, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, for subscribing, check out the YouTube, check out the email list. Thank you again for uh, Donnie for holding it down with ruckus podcast and Diablo Mar- ruckus podcast tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. So you'll get that Diablo's digest Diablo's den. Check out Andy's book. I love all you guys. Thank you so much. Peace. Peace. The number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station. It was a lifestyle. Cleveland is, is a rock and roll city for sure. I do like chocolates. Yeah! Down! The Wrath of the Buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.